0: Today, we are talking about the award of Lord Mance in China, Taiping, which were arbitral proceedings brought in relation to coverage of business interruption losses arising from the COVID-19 national lockdowns. It's an interesting decision because although the insurers were ultimately successful in arriving at that point, Lord Mance shone a light on the High Court's conclusions in the FCA test case that certain clauses should not cover COVID-19 business interruption and whether those conclusions would have withstood the analysis of the Supreme Court. Lord Mance's questioning of that was picked up on and developed in later cases, namely the Corbett and King decision that we discussed last time.
1: Thanks, Felix. The case is also a little unusual because the normal position in arbitral proceedings is that the decision is confidential to the parties, but here, obviously, the decision was published. And that happened because the parties agreed that the decision should be published, given its potential significance to policyholders and insurers dealing with claims under similar wordings. So I'll talk a little bit now about the clauses. The case focused on denial of access clauses or uh, prevention of access clauses in the language of the test case. And the particular clauses in question extended cover, to interruption of or interference with the business in consequence of, and this was the first one, the closing down or sealing off of the premises or property in the vicinity in accordance with instructions issued by the police or other competent local authority. And the second one was um, a clause which extended cover to interruption or interference with the business in consequence of the actions or advice of the police or other competent local authority due to an emergency threatening life or property in the vicinity of the premises. So what were the particular issues in the case, Felix?
0: There were three issues. The first was whether the clauses should respond at all to business interruption caused by COVID-19. The policy contained what is known as a closed list disease clause of the type considered in Rockcliffe Hall That's a clause that's triggered by a specific list of diseases which does not include COVID-19. The denial of access clauses under which the policy holders sought cover, uh, which you just read out, Alex, did not refer to any particular diseases or indeed to disease at all. The insurers said that the denial of access clauses should be read as being restricted to those diseases listed in the closed list disease clause, which did not include COVID-19. They argued that it would undermine the agreed scope of the closed list cover if there could be cover under a different clause, i.e. the denial of access clause, for business interruption caused by diseases not listed in the closed list clause.
1: And Lord Matz disagreed with insurers on that. His view was that. The existence of a potential overlap of some of the elements relevant to cover under the provisions of the two specific differently worded clauses does not mean that any particular provisions in one such clause must apply to the exclusion of another. So the insurer's argument failed. Cover under the denial of access clause was not restricted to the diseases listed in the closed list clause. And what was the second issue?
0: The second issue was whether the denial of access clause applied where the notified disease is national rather than local in scope. The key clause in the case was triggered by the actions or advice of the police or other local authority due to an emergency threatening life in the vicinity of the premises. It was materially similar to a clause in the FCA test case known as RSA 2.1 which was triggered by the actions or advice of a competent public authority due to an emergency likely to endanger life or property in the, in the vicinity of the premises, which prevents or hinders access to the premises. In the test case, the High Court's view was that RSA 2.1 should not respond to BI caused by COVID-19 lockdowns because the government action and advice in response to the national pandemic could not be said, sorry, cannot be said to be due to an emergency in the vicinity in the sense of the neighbourhood of the insured premises. The court said that the clause offered a narrow, localised cover, which did not cover business interruption caused by the national response to the pandemic. The RSA clause was part of a group of clauses, which came to be known as the non damage Denial of Access Clauses, or NDDAs. The NDDA clauses were held by the High Court not to respond, because, broadly speaking, they offered localised cover the High Court's decisions on the NDDA clauses were not appealed to, and therefore were not considered by the Supreme Court.
1: And the insurance placed considerable reliance on the High Court's views regarding the localised cover offered by the NDDA clauses. In the context of those arguments, Lord Mance reviewed the various NDDA clauses from the test case, focusing on the RSA NDDA clause similar to the clause in the China Typing policy, Lord Mance acknowledged that he must regard the High Court's view of the RSA NDDA clauses, which, as just explained, was that they should not cover business interruption caused by the COVID-19 national lockdowns as being at least highly persuasive. And on that basis, he said that the clauses in the, the China Taiping policy should not respond. But he went on to query the extent to which the High Court's conclusions on the RSA NDDA would have withstood the analysis of the Supreme Court, which departed from the High Court's analysis in material ways. And Lord Manse's key point there was that the Supreme Court's reasoning in relation to causation was difficult to reconcile with the High Court's analysis of the RSA NDDA clauses. So, Felix, what was the Supreme Court's reasoning in relation to causation and what did Lord Mance say about it?
0: The Supreme Court in the test case held that the High Court had erred in its approach to causation. At first instance, the High Court held that the clauses should respond to losses caused by the national lockdowns, provided that there was a case of COVID-19 within the area specified by by the clause all cases of COVID-19 in the UK were a single indivisible cause of the lockdown and the losses. The Supreme Court adopted a fundamentally different analysis. The Supreme Court held that all cases of COVID-19 countrywide were separate and equally effective concurrent causes of a loss and that the case in the relevant policy area did not need to be a cause of the losses, sorry, did did need to be a cause of the losses, but not a but-for cause. In China-Taiping, Lord Mance noted that the High Court's conclusions on the RSA NDDA clauses were grounded in causation and that the Supreme Court held that the High Court had erred significantly in its approach to causation. In light of that, he doubted whether the High Court could or would have approached the matter as it did had it had had the benefit of the Supreme Court's analysis. But he did not reach a concluded view on that point, noting that it was a complex area which it had not been necessary to explore fully in China Taiping.
1: Thanks, Felix. So, the third issue, and the one on which the case turned, was whether the references to instructions issued by or actions or advice of the police or other competent local authority were capable of embracing measures taken or advice given by the central government. Lord Mance's view was that they were not. The actions of central government were not those of a local authority, as the cover required. And for that reason, there could be no cover and ultimately the insurers prevailed. So, Felix, what would you say is the significance of this case?
0: It's an important decision because it shone a light on the different approaches of the High Court and the Supreme Court in the the FCA test case, particularly in relation to causation and how the conclusions of the High Court, which were not appealed to the Supreme Court, should be understood in the light of those differences. As you mentioned, Alex, Lord Manse's questioning of aspects of the High Court's decision was picked up and developed in Corbyn and King. It's worth noting that in neither case did the arbitrator or court state in clear terms that the High Court had got it wrong. And indeed, in both cases, the arbitrator court appeared to show agreement with some of the High Court's decisions. But the cases have at least raised questions regarding the High Court's decision, which are no no doubt likely to come up, up again in the future.